0: You're listening to From the Front Lines, a special podcast from WUFT during the COVID-19 pandemic. This podcast provides daily updates on Florida's response to coronavirus, with a particular focus on north-central Florida. In addition to news and important information, From the Front Lines will feature a member of the community who is working to keep the community safe or running during these challenging times. Hello, I'm your host, Ryan Vasquez, and this is From the Front Lines. Here are the most recent COVID-19 numbers from around the state. There are now 139 positive cases of COVID-19 in Alachua County, according to the latest numbers from the State Department of Health. Positive case numbers in the north-central Florida region include 88 in Clay County, 62 in Marion County, and 51 in Citrus County. Statewide, there are 14,747 positive cases of the coronavirus and a reported 296 deaths. The Alachua County school system is spending what it can to help students continue their education during the coronavirus outbreak that's closed down physical campuses. Monday night, school superintendent Karen Clark told the Children's Trust of Alachua County that the district is buying hundreds of iPads to hand out to students. We have ordered an additional 600 iPads already, dipping into some reserve funds to just get those here because everything was on such a back order. Clark says the first recipients will be seniors who need them for virtual classes required for graduation. They'll be given to middle schoolers next week. Clark also told the Trust the district is working to reprogram the GPS devices in school buses so that the buses can be used as Wi-Fi hotspots for areas in the community that are weak on internet. All Alachua County Library District locations will remain closed until further notice due to the continued threat of COVID-19. All library programs and meeting room reservations are also suspended. The Library District leadership chose to extend the closure to protect the health and safety of patrons and staff. To help ease delays encountered by those filing for re-employment assistance, paper applications will now be available for curbside pickup at all CareerSource Citrus, Levy, Marion, and CareerSource North Central Florida Career Centers. The forms will be supplied Monday through Friday from 10 in the morning until 3 in the afternoon. Those planning to pick up paper applications are urged to drive as close as possible to the center entrance and have one person per vehicle get out and pick up applications from the distribution box outside the center. Applications can also be downloaded at careersourceclm.com and careersourcencfl.com. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis will work with UF Health Shands Hospital to offer testing for underserved people in Jacksonville. He says they will be studying how many people have the virus but don't show symptoms. So we'll see how this community surveillance in in the Jacksonville area uh, will work, but I think that that's important because it really helps uh, inform us in terms of uh, what additional steps we can take DeSantis says after testing and studying people in the villages, no one that had the virus was asymptomatic. Florida's attorney general is cracking down on price gouging for supplies meant to stop the spread of COVID-19. That includes protective masks, hand sanitizer, and disinfectant. The agency says it saw third-party sellers on Amazon hiking prices and has issued more than 40 subpoenas. Attorney General Ashley Moody released a video on her YouTube page urging Floridians to report price gouging when they see it. Our office has secured more than $100,000 in refunds for consumers and issued dozens of subpoenas to further our price gouging investigations. We will not relent in these efforts to protect Floridians from gouging and COVID-19 related scams during this unprecedented time of crisis. There are three ways to report price gouging. People can call 1-866-9-NO-SCAM, visit myfloridalegal.com, or download a price-gouging reporting app called No Scam. This week is a holy week for many religions. Passover begins tonight, but many are struggling to get the necessary resources together to celebrate and host Seder dinner during the COVID-19 pandemic. WUFT's Daniela Mora spoke with director of the Lubavitch Chabad Jewish Community Center, Rabbi Burl Goldman, on what he is doing to make sure hundreds of Seder dinners are available in Gainesville to help Jews celebrate Passover in isolation.
1: Tell me a little bit about um, what you all are doing to make sure that Passover tradition is still happening, um, especially now that things have gone a little bit hectic with the coronavirus. As we all know, and the entire world is affected and impacted by the coronavirus Approximately three and a half weeks ago, when the virus started, uh, it, uh, you know, impacting the United States of America and specifically Florida, significantly, uh, the University of Florida canceled all in-person classes, and that's when we realized that not only do we need to continue serving, but with the anticipation. Of the great holiday of Passover that's celebrated by millions of Jews around the world, and people rely on us during Passover more than any other time. We need to increase and make a increase our efforts in serving the students and community that are still in Gainesville, and quite a few hundred Jewish students are still here in their dorms, in their apartments, in their homes, and the Jewish community locally at large as well. And we uh, basically created a plan to be put in place so people can follow all the CDC standards, be safe, not to spread the virus yet, be able to celebrate this fundamental Jewish holiday of Passover. As millions of Jews and people around the world know, the holiday of Passover is the birth of the Jewish people. And it's so important for this holiday to be celebrated by every Jew all Jews regarding of their level of observance, regardless of where they are. And yes, we are quarantined. Yes, we need to be more careful today, not to God forbid, put anybody at risk and not to spread the virus. But the holiday of Passover lessons and message is uh, 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 is not only important each year, this year, even more important, the holiday message and the story of Passover is so relevant to our lives. Every Jew around the world, this lesson and message could resonate this year more than ever. So providing the essentials for the Passover Seder, I could show you in a moment around the room. We have the desserts, we have the wine and the grape juice and the handmade matzah. And we have hundreds and hundreds of bags with the Seder plate with all of the essentials for the holiday and a full kosher for Passover meal that we're providing as well for both nights, the first night of Passover, the first Seder, which is tomorrow evening, and the second night of Passover, the second Seder, which will be Thursday evening. Okay, and how many Seder dinners are you prepared to hand out? okay we have over 700 meals that we're distributing today we have about 400 bags but some bags are for one person two persons and three persons we actually limited it at six people on our website and so people with four will get two bags people with six will get uh uh, two three bags individual people will get we did not want to we limited at six people because we don't want to encourage people to gather in groups. But many families or uh, dorms or apartments have two, three, or four people in them, or six people as we speak. So we have uh, uh, 400 requests for bags. Uh, collectively it's over 700 meals and that's just for the first two nights of Passover on our website you'll see at PassoverUF.com we're offering during the intermediate days of the holiday kosher for Passover meals and the reason why that's so important and why people rely on us being there to serve the community during this time and especially during Passover is because kosher for Passover standards is very strict and very important And millions of Jews celebrate and observe Passover, even if they don't keep kosher yet the entire year. Passover, they do follow the biblical mandate, not to eat bread, to eat any leavened food. And it's very hard in general to access high standard of kosher for Passover food, how much more so now. I can't share with you any of the names, but we've gone shopping for literally dozens and dozens of people that are homebound. Some physically cannot get to the grocery store. Some are scared to go shopping. I'm talking about bananas and apples and milk. We've had our shoppers, what we call personal shoppers, personal volunteer shoppers, shopping for dozens and dozens of people that are homebound. And I'm not talking about only the elderly. I'm talking about students that are fearful of going out during this time. And we have to enable, they should have the essentials and the basics to live every day, of course, for the holiday of Passover as well. Mm -hmm. And talking about people who are kind of apprehensive to go out, how are you delivering and distributing these um, Seder dinners and these meals? So today we have a lot of people picking up the dinners for their own homes, one person at a time. We have it 4 and 6 p.m., a whole system of allocated times for people to pick up. And we have our volunteers that will be delivering the Seder kits and meals to people that cannot pick it up themselves. Uh, I just want to give a blessing to the entire North Central Florida that we should strengthen each other, help each other, and with the mercy of God, this virus will be eradicated from the face of the earth, and God should bring healing and comfort to everyone and happy Passover. From the Front
0: Lines is a production of the Innovation News Center at the College of Journalism and Communications at the University of Florida. Thank you to our producers, Taylor Levesque, Daniela Mora, Anthony Montalto, Josh Williams, Melissa Fato, and Cameron Lund. Also, thanks to our fellow Florida public media stations for their contribution to this podcast. And a special thank you to Matt Abramson and Craig Lee for their work behind the scenes. We'd love to hear from you, so if you have a story to share with From the Front Lines, please send an email to news at wuft.org. That's news at wuft.org. Join us tomorrow for another edition of From the Front Lines. I'm your host, Ryan Vasquez, and of course, thanks for listening.